0: Series I'm in right now, I love because I can relate to it. Repeat it with me, please. Say scared. scared. Oh, come on, say, that again. say scared, scared. And, stressed out. and stressed out. Now you got to remember, I had anybody in here for years. I've been preaching to myself, so I'm happy to see you. Can I get an amen? woo that feel good. Jesus, thank you. We are in a different season in our church. That's scary and we'll stress you out. The whole pandemic season has been challenging. Wearing the mask, uh, which is uh, gonna moderate as we go because the numbers are way down. You can still always wear one, we'll tell you when, not in day, not, you know, but there's a time coming. And so we're gonna moderate this a little bit. And uh, we told you we follow the advice of our medical people and they're kind of saying, okay, we're getting close to a point where we can kind of lighten up a little bit. I don't care what everybody else is doing. That them we set a timetable for our plan and the plan was when numbers get to a certain place since 60 days after that then we reevaluate. so we're almost at that place but I want to say it's scary the season has been scary I like the fact that you have been so gracious because a lot of people in our church have issues and physical issues they feel safe coming and I thank you for caring about that. Can you give a big hand clap for yourself for caring? Uh, come on, come on, caring about your neighbor. I, I asked myself a question. If you asked me, if you said, Ricky Temple, what scares you? And um, what stresses you out? Some of the decisions I've had to make have been scary. Somebody asked me, so why are you having only first Sunday and second Sunday services right now? That's our schedule, first Sunday and second Sunday. Um, we're about to add more. We have other stuff we're adding. If you notice, we got a lot going on now. Okay? But what I, what I came up with was a simple way to describe it to you. What we've done in this church is we have decided to reinvest our time, say time, time. Energy, energy, and resources to help us accomplish some short and long-term goals. Here's what I think most of you are doing. You're investing your time one way. You have one way of approaching work, one way of approaching housekeeping, one way of approaching yourself, physical care. And maybe you need to back up and think about what you're you're investing in. Maybe you are over-invested in some areas and you need to reassess. Churches have a hard time reassessing anything because we think God told us everything we're doing. But a lot of what we do is cultural. And and the whole digital world has has forced us into a reality. Watch this. How many of you stream Sometime, Raise your hand. You stream. That means that you're not always here. Streaming is a gift. People are fighting it. I'm embracing it. And I did it long before COVID. You know I'm telling the truth now. Prior to COVID, 70% of our income came outside the building. Now 85% comes outside the building in a digital format and 15% is mailed in. It's it's, it's an amazing opportunity to give everybody a chance. We just had a men's meeting over there, and we had men online, and we had men in the building. It's great. The men online were asking questions, and the men in the building were asking questions. Everybody was commenting. It was great. That, to me, is profound. And what's really profound is only about 35% or so watch us live. 60% or so watch us on demand. They're watching us on Monday and Tuesdays. They're picking the days they want to watch us. Can I get mad about it? No. Why would I be upset? When's the last time you went to a store to buy a book? When's the last time you didn't go to, went to the mall to shop, do all your shopping? It used to be all your shopping was at the mall. Now it's in front of the computer. Come on, say amen if you're me, right? amen. Things that you hear me. When's the last time you went to the bank and got in line to transfer money to your account? We used to do that. Go wait in line for 30 minutes to transfer from your savings to your checking. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You had to fill out a form and wait. Nowadays, you don't wait no line. You go, get my app out. Bam, money moved. There you go. $10 to $10, right? <laughs> but things have changed. You used to write letters to people. Dearest Bob, I love you. Nowadays, you send them an email. Love you. Bam, that's it. Or a heart. You don't even write it all the way out. Just send them a heart. The world has shifted, but religious people have a hard time changing, and they get scared, and they get stressed out. And so what I want to do today is I want to take you on a journey, continue down the road. There are four things I promised this month that I talked to you about, and these four things are really important. They're, they're simple and, and practical and helpful, and I, I'm really big on not talking too long, so you know, I time myself to make sure I don't go too far here. So let me talk about these four things. You ready? Repeat them with me, please. Say, scared to change. Scared to to confront. Scared to to try. try. That's next week, scared to try. And then scared to confess. confess. A lot of people are afraid to change. I talked about that last week, so you can go back and listen to the message. They're terrified. The changes you make in schedule, the changes you make in, 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 in any area of their life, frustrates them but that's not the only thing it's what I want to talk about today scared to confront what have you been afraid to confront in your life what is it that you just have not looked at and said you know I need to deal with that i there are three things that you need to confront Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 is where I want to go today and I want to read a text to you and I want you to think about this I'm gonna start at verse 25 then I'm gonna to go to verse 26 Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single, look at this now, a single hour to your life? Verse 28, and why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Verse 29, I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he much more clothe you? I like this verse. But if I'm honest, I need to confront three things. Three things it makes me think about. Number one, the level of my stress and worry. I need to confront that. How much is on your worry plate? If you were to list the things that you are concerned about, how how, how big is that list? Secondly, I believe the level of stress to have stuff is another thing I need to confront. I am constantly thinking about stuff in one form or another. For some of you, that's the area. And then the last one is if I'm honest, I need to confront the fear of running out. You got money today, but you're not going to have it tomorrow. You have a job today, but you're going to be laid off. The fear of, of an ending a relationship. We, we live in this constant cycle of the fear of running out of stuff, running out of people, running out of money, running out of this, that, and the other. So let me take you back to the beginning of verse 25 and I want to take you through three observations in the verse that can help you identify the level of your stress. The first thing he mentions is verse 25. He says, don't worry about your life. Now that can sound irresponsible. But this is Jesus speaking. And he says, let me give you some advice. Don't worry about your life. Your life. It is. It is so prevalent, in, even in our Christian music, they encourage us over and over again to stop worrying about life. If you're going through a trial, if you hold on, God hold on, God's able to deliver you. It's always something being said to us to encourage us to stop worrying about life. And if it's not life, it's about your body being sick. Heal me, Jesus, something wrong, that hurt, this hurt. And I'm going to tell you, the older you get, stuff do start bothering you. The other day, without me doing anything, my knee decided, my left knee decided to act up. And then I put a heating pad on that, and then my back got a spasm. (laughs) I guess it moves, it's evangelistic, it jump up here on the same side. And I said, you know, now this is not right. I'm working out, I'm doing all I can, and then all of a sudden stuff's not hurting. And it's it's amazing, though, if you're not careful, you become overly worried about this stuff. So you start worrying about your life, you worry about your body, and then this is the third one. He says what you wear, your clothing, especially when stuff don't fit the same way. You ever put something on and your body say take that off. (laughs) You can't button that up no more. That (laughs) That day is over. But what's really powerful is this idea of um, stuff. Verse 26. And he talks about the idea of how it's all about we want to sow and throw in the barns and, and if I can just digress for a minute, as a pastor, it's really been fascinating. There were some things I'm going to say today that's going to surprise you, but it's just me being transparent. One of the hardest things about this job is feeling that you are so responsible for stuff. The building, the upkeep, the cost is enormous and you just feel this constant Wave of responsibility. So it, it, I, I thought about this. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. So I'm going to say it. And I don't care how you, I'm, I'm going to say it. You know? I, I used to feel for years that when I came here, I couldn't leave until everything was done. So I'd come early and then I would leave after the offering was counted. It used to be when we used to count money in the building, you know, they would count and I'd want to know what would. And they'd send me an email, Pastor, here's the offering. So it was almost like I wasn't really successful I wasn't really finished, even if the altar was full and people came to Christ and, and, and we could be at the Civic Center and thousands of people could be there. We could be in. It didn't matter. It was almost like I'm not really a good pastor until I've accumulated enough stuff. And it was every week. So I was measuring myself by every week. Some of you are there now with your paycheck, right? You're there every time. It's not until all your bills are paid, until everything is settled. And then you go, okay, Exhale. And then there's this feeling of weight that you carry and you end up worrying about your life. You're not honest about it. You don't tell anybody because you're walking by faith, not by sight. You want, you know, and, that, and I was to the best of my ability. See, I learned I, I, learned, I only did that to the best of my ability. But I, I, I never will forget how much stress. How much of this stress are you carrying in your life? The advice is pretty profound. Look at the birds, verse 26, of the air. They don't sow or reap, and they don't even save. Now, I'm not saying you should not save. You know, I've been praying that prayer for you, right? Some that means that's the only offering I've ever been to, the pastor prays for me to save money. But, but his point is, God is my provider. Can you say that with me, please? Come on. God is my provider. You're not going to ever, ever, I don't care how much money you get, you never have enough. The eyes were never satisfied with seeing. When we had 100 members, guess how many members I wanted? 200. We had 500 members, guess how many members I wanted? 1,000. I had 1,000 members, guess how many members I wanted then? 2,000. I wanted more members every time. No matter how many, you had 1 million, I want how many million? 2. Get 2 million, I want how many million? 3. It doesn't matter. Because what you do, I got on one TV station, I want to get on 10. Because I want to, I thought I got to spread the gospel. So act it like Jesus said, do it by yourself. It's not my job to do everything. Can you say that with me, please? Come on. One more time, come on. Some of you are trying working for your kids. You're trying to put everything in place for them, and you're killing yourself. I want my children to have a house. So you're gonna go broke getting them a house and lose yours. You're trying to accumulate stuff, and I'm telling you, God has really arresting me with this verse. Temple, can we just stop and say thank you? Can we just stop worrying about what you don't have? Can we just stop? Can you just stop for a minute thinking you're going to save yourself into a safe place? When COVID came, everybody got nervous. Even if you had money, you start watching it. Stock market went down, and you say, oh, Jesus, and it's part of life. I, I am amazed at how I find a way to worry. If this side looks good, I worry about this side. I worry about, I mean, it's amazing how you just get frustrated. I got up this morning, and I decided, I said, you know what? I'm going to put on my fancy jacket. I like my jacket. You like my jacket? Tell me, yes, I like my jacket. So I'm putting on, the rest of y'all, I don't care what you say. I like my jacket. So, so I put on my little leather jacket back to shaft look, you know what I'm saying, way back in the day. Okay, and then I was going to put on some hard shoes. I said, I ain't putting on no shoes. I'm putting on some tennis shoes today. I want to wear tennis shoes. My feet saying, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and some jeans. Hey, put on black because you ain't got to worry about coordinating. It's all works. Praise the Lord. Keep it easy. Uh, you know, you just, you just need to sh- not stress. I stress about how I look. Did I get a haircut? Did I? Did I? Did I? Did I? It, you know, my teeth clean. You know, Yeah, okay, did I brush my teeth? Do I look good? How am I look? You know, how did it come out on the video? You know what I'm saying? Did I make sense? Well, you with me. Are you going to come today? You know, there's a whole lot of stresses. I used to stress about the rain. I used to complain to God. God, you shouldn't let it rain on Sunday. You got to all week to let it rain. Why are you going to let it rain? I did. I'm serious. I used to complain. To God, God, you know, because you know why. Let me tell you something. You know what? When it would rain, we would lose forty percent of our income. If I didn't come to church in the early days, we'd lost about 20 percent. Just because I wasn't at this, I ain't giving because he ain't here. That's stress. Can you say stress? You just feel like you gotta be here all the time. You feel like you gotta, then you gotta be here Wednesday and you gotta be here Sunday. You can't. You can't miss a church service. And if you, and some of you know, you go to churches. If you miss, you gotta go tell the pastor why you're not there. Pastor I'm going on vacation for two days. I won't be here this Sunday. And yes, it's pitiful. But you know what? It ain't nothing like being free. Come on, say amen. Nothing like being free. Hallelujah, Jesus. Nothing like being free. You know, listen, people come tell me that. I say, well, okay. They say, I wasn't in church. I said, okay. They look confused. Like, ain't you, you going to say? I said, well, go watch it. It's still online. You can catch up. They look, because sometimes we have this pile of things. And let me just add this to it. When you get grandchildren, they get on the pile. When you get children, they get on the I start, children get on the pile. No, I'm starting again. Husband get on the pile. Children get on the pile. Grandchildren get on the pile. Staff get on the pile. You just be piled up. Jesus says, stop worrying yourself. Stop worrying yourself. Come on, confront this. I'm worrying too much. I'm stressing out too much. You gained a pound. Well, praise God. At least you're healthy. At least you're alive. Just try not to gain 10 more. Hallelujah. You know, thank God for the one pound you got. Uh, you just stress out. I mean, I used to I mean, like these angles, you know, these angles. You can't see now. Let me see. Yeah, Jesus. Let's watch it. Watch it. There you go. It's a good day today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me see. It's a good day. But I'm telling you, they're telling the camera, I said, listen. Don't show that. Hey, get off that shot. <laughs> Switch it. Just sitting there I'm just and then I don't do this no more. yeah I don't do that no more. Man. <laughs> I say, you know, I watched, I was, I'm serious. I watched the sermon, I can't even watch it. I can't, oh Jesus, so oh, tie crooked. I mean just stretched out. <laughs> worrying about what you produce worrying about did you gather enough? Worried about worrying, worrying, worrying. You need to stop. Now, then the last one, the fear of running out. I love the fact that he used these birds. Here's what I believe is true. If I trust God, he'll provide. I I, I just think for some of you, you're worried about finding a man before you find yourself. You're worried about finding a woman before you love yourself. You're worrying about your next intimate encounter as if that's going to save your life. That's a moment. Everything in your life should not be about worrying. It should be about living. I'm going to tell you something. I've seen God give me a lot of things, and I'm very thankful. But the best thing he's done for me lately is he's helped me stop worrying. I worry about you. Here's one. I used to worry about who the next pastor going to be. You know, get 64, they start asking that question. They ask you nicely. They say, well, who's going to be the next pastor? I said, I don't know. I had some people in mind, but that didn't work out. Who were they? I ain't going to tell you that. But, you know, you had in my mind. I thought, you, know, you see people, say, oh, maybe them. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, and you start looking around. And I, I just have this thought. Here's what I believe. I'm going to say this in this here in the right spirit. I believe that if I do what I'm supposed to do and I learn from my mistakes and I'm honest before God that God will work it out for me. I believe that. God's going to work it out for me. I believe that. If I dwell on the financial mistakes I made and I made some but if I if I learn from those mistakes God help me. He'll work it out for me. I've learned that I can have endless worries. Endless worries. I don't need to to plan for the future. I'm a big strategist and a big planner. But I'm going to pray for you this morning because some of you need this. You're worrying too much. I had something to come up in our business and it intimidated me. It was a lot of money. It scared me, really. I came in the house of God and I stood right here. And I st- stood before the altar and I said, now God, this is intimidating. And I'll never forget the Holy Spirit came to me, gave me a thought, came to me. Can you name Ricky Temple who is intimidating you? It was a circumstance, not a person. It was, an, it was, a, it was a potential. It wasn't a reality. But it scared me. What if? You ever had that thought? What if? What if? The what if wrote, ran me, I mean literally, I got in my car and came to the altar and stood here. They came to me, name, can you give me a name, Temple? But when you get a name, you call me back. Until then, you trust me. And God worked it all out in my favor. Stop worrying. Stop carrying this, this plague on your back. Stop going around here doubting the God who brought you this far. Stop insulting God with unbelief. Stand up and know that the God who brought you here will be the God who will get you there. Come on, say amen if you're hearing me. Come on, say amen if you're hearing me. about whether I can convince you to give. I just come in here and try to come up with some message. I'm tired. I ain't trying to tell you the word. and I ain't worrying about it. God is faithful. I'm not doing all that fancy talking. I'm not talking that long. I'm not going to preach a long sermon. I'm not going to keep you here for two hours to, to wear your faith down and drag you. I'm not doing any of that. I believe that if I do what God said, he said I'll supply all your needs. Come on, church, say amen. Stand up on your feet and give God some praise. Come on, church, give God some praise. Come on, shout today, right there in your house, right there in your house, right there in your home. Give God some praise and believe that the God who called you. I'm going to tell you something. I had I had dreams and visions, and, and I know God listened to him and said, okay, 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 he's dreaming again, he's dreaming again. He want a pool? No, he don't want no pool. He think he want a pool for the church. They don't need no pool, cause the people ain't gonna come to it anyway. They don't need no bowling alley, cause they ain't gonna bowl at the church. They are gonna go down the street and bowl with their friends. They are not gonna do that. Don't spend the money. They need to build this big old building that's 2,600 square feet. I mean, 2,600, 3,000 seats or whatever, what 2,000 seats. Gonna cost, gonna cost 14 million dollars. They They're gonna be in debt forever. They are gonna be paying 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars a month. That ain't my will. No, I ain't gonna give it to them. No, I'm gonna wait. I'm going to make them wait. They worried about it, but I'm going to make them wait. Where they're going to feed everybody because everybody's all jammed in. Don't worry. I'm going to send them home. Half of them going to be home. Half of them going to be in the building. They don't know COVID coming, but I know. Come on, say amen. They don't know it's coming, but I know. Glory to God. I'm going to provide for them. He thinks he needs to be on every TV station around the country, but he is not supposed to win the world by himself. It's not Ricky Temple Show or Overcoming by Faith Show. we doing this together. Stop trying to save your whole family. Stop trying to do everything yourself. Give God some time and stop worrying. Can you say amen? Sometimes you are where, listen to me, you are where you need to be regain yourself. I wanted a thousand people when I had a hundred, but God says, no, you don't need a thousand people right now. You need a hundred people. You are where you need to be. Stop worrying. I'm done for the day. Let me pray for you. Father, we leave this place understanding the power of the word and the power of timing some of us are worried about things we need to let go some of us are trying to do things in the flesh in our own strength when you're saying you need to be single now you need to to slow your pace now you need to regain your own strength your own sense of confidence now you need to heal now you've been on the battlefield too long trying to save you not your career. I'm not even trying to save your marriage. I'm not even trying to save your children. I'm trying to save you. Because if I save you, I'll save all that. Come on, amen. If If I save you. And so, Lord, if we leave this place today with our hearts open and our minds touched, we are confronting worry we're willing Lord God to allow you we're willing to least try next week we'll talk about that we'll talk about scared to try and how easy it is for us to not even try we thank you for this sermon today now every hand down every head bowed every eye closed if you're here and you say pastor after hearing the message today here's one thing I need to do I need to confront my walk with you God I have been away from you. And I want you, to, I want you to pray for me, Pastor, right here in my seat, right where at my house, wherever you are, on demand watching this. If you want me to pray for you because you say I need to confront my walk with God, I need, I need you to pray for that walk. It needs to be revived. or I need to start one. Raise your hand. I want to know who I'm praying for. Who am I praying for? Who is saying, yeah, pray for me. my walk with God. I see one. I see two. I see three. Do I see anybody else? Where are you at? Four. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Father, I pray for those whose hands are up. Thank you. Thank you. I pray for those online. And if you're online, I pray just, just say, I raise my hand right there online. Just say, I raise my hand. Type that in the chat. And we want you to know we're praying for you right there in your house, wherever you are, in the car, driving down the street. Father, we pray for those today that this may be the beginning of a new life, a new walk, a new moment when they say, God, come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. And may they leave this moment changed and never be the same. And may this be the beginning of a new life. For them, in Jesus' name. Everybody say, Amen.